Damn, 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 damn. I don't know what else to say. Uh, many apologies for the delay of episode 7 of the Movie Bros. Podcast audience. Um, yes, uh, there were no excuses. Uh, the, if anyone could see me edit these audio clips, or audio in general, that goes onto Spotify and Amazon Music, you'll think this could be done in a couple of hours. Uh, yes, it definitely, it could have been done in a couple of hours, but uh, issues at, at home just took me out of finishing this this um podcast edit um epsilon side's completely fine we're all good um actually uh, we're uh by the time this is uploaded we are starting to record our review of gran turismo which we saw yesterday which was a saturday um at the there there's a teaser for for the next episode but yes um many apologies actually no excuses Enjoy the episode. We go down nostalgia road. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Mubus wrecking out. Kia ora and welcome to the Mubus podcast. We are your hosts, Wrecking King and Epsilon. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How That's, are you doing? Oh, yeah, same. That's great to hear. Um, now this week will be a change of pace really compared to the previous episodes as we'll be looking back and recommending films and or television series out there that we think be great for everyone to check out. We will also be covering the latest episodes of Warrior and announcing the next show we'll be covering, taking over a secret invasion spot along with the box office that took place over the week. So, strapping for a different episode of the Movie Bros Podcast, let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Now, Epsilon. When you think of childhood memories uh, through movies and televisions, what would be your first pick and why? First, childhood films. Well, I would have to say original Pixar films are mm. something that really comes into mind. Yes. Uh, yeah. There were some really great films back in the days. Uh, another good one might be... Hmm. Maybe... The uh, old Disney films, I would say. Animated 2D Disney films were the best back then. Uh, like your <laughs> Lady and the Tramps, your mm-hmm. Mulans. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you definitely with, with the Pixar's especially. Toy Story 1, 2, and well, 3. Uh, by the time we were at 3, we were 11 years old. 10, 11. Mm. And it felt like we were growing up and we felt like we moved on with the next part. Yes. Didn't need number 4. Yes, yes. Um, Fully agreed. But yeah, um, <laughs> I think Pixar films always opened up a childhood memory for us kids, especially the fact that we were both born in 2000. And mm. it was that pinnacle of, oh, this is amazing. Um, animation has never been this cool. And until we got like Shrek and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And looking at today's animation, <laughs> it's, it's spectacular. Spider-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Puss in Boots. Um, but yeah, um, also looking at childhood memories through film, I was looking at... I grew up with action films like Alien, mm. Predator, Terminator 2. Yep. These yep. are some classics, especially Rambo. for those. Yes, Rambo, mm. um, First Blood Part 1 and 2. Mm. Surprise, it's not just Rambo 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, were there any others? I feel like I grew up also with Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli was a very big impact in my life, yes. I agree. Um, what would you consider as your favorite? I would say Princess Mononoke, but that's just me. Ooh, I would have to say... Uh, Laputa, uh, Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Was- that, one, that one has just a special place in my heart. I'd say. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful film. Um so was um was it my neighbor to um, my neighbor Totoro? Yeah, my neighbor Totoro. That yeah. was also a very big impact for one. Yeah, it's, Studio Ghibli was always there for our childhood. Um especially mm. for newer generations when it comes to Spirit of the Way, probably it's their most famous. Yep. Um but yeah, um Studio Ghibli was always there, anime-wise. Um, also grew up with um, your Triguns, your Yu Yu Hakusho's, your Inuyasha's, mm. um, especially during Toonami Block. 
on adult swim yes. um were there any other like tv shows as a kid that you would remember that you were quite fond of uh tv show wise yes hmm. that's hard to say actually i would say tv show wise um hmm. i would I mean, like to uh, i would like to bring in the fact that uh the late the sorry the late tv series especially um uh, the late anime shows i guess were what brought me along where if you remember hunter x hunter you know mm. the original dragon ball yes yeah yeah um, you know i, I grew up with dora the explorer <laughs> dora the explorer yes that but, was another classic yeah uh ben 10 ben 10 ben 10 Peak, peak, uh, I would say one of the peak uh, animations that came out. Bakugan, you know, Beyblade, all these toy franchises that were out back then. Codename yes. Kid Next Door. Yes, Codename Kids Next Door was another big one, I think. Yeah, they hit the blocks. Yeah, I think Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. even though I like a lot of things Nickelodeon did, Cartoon mm-hmm. Network was the main big boy to me. Mm-hmm. Apart from like Avatar. Like mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender was something cultural phenomenal. Avatar The Last Airbender had just the right amount of like story, animation quality, you know. It was one of the few one uh like Kim Possible that hit the right numbers, you know? Yeah. Um it yeah. was basically they had gold and they mm-hmm. didn't need to do a live action film. I don't know why. <laughs> I heard that they're making another one if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it's more faithful now. Not sure if the mm-hmm. showrunners of the original cartoon are gonna be back. I heard mm-hmm. they're already working on an animation film uh for Kyoshi. Um but I don't know. I feel like Avatar may work in live action. Let's just not do what the Earthbenders did to the Fire Nation in the movie. Yes, call them Ang. <laughs> where a bunch of Earthbenders are, are doing incredible choreography, then one this one little stone goes past. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it felt very weak for animation, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything that could hit the quality of um, storytelling. Mm. Avatar was its own idea, right? It wasn't based on a book or anything? Uh, yes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that also puts a number of things, a uh, number of points on the blog for Avatar The Last Airbender. But yes. when looking at shows as a kid, cartoons were great, but um, I feel like everyone grew up with friends or maybe... Mm. Cheers, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes, yes. The the cartoon animated Sabrina, if I remember correctly, was all the craze back then as well. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you also have Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. It, this is just showing how old we are, basically. Yeah, um, yeah these are all classics, even though <laughs> they came out in the late 80s, 90s. Mm. Um, but I feel like they mean so much and they are kind of lost today and yes. most of the stuff that are coming out today are quite i wouldn't say emotionless but they're very corporate mm. um especially when it comes to we used to have like a sequel or trilogy now it's an overarching story um for example the marvel cinematic universe do you think we'll ever go back to normality um for films or are we just going to keep doing these massive franchises? I feel as though it is planned to go massive, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, there's... Star Wars. I think Star Wars was always looking to be a massive franchise. Marvel. Marvel's comics all these times. Mm. And so has DC. But kind of missed the old formula of film. Mm and television where it's just one consecutive thing it doesn't even be connected it's a cool gimmick but it's been mm. overdone now and mm. i don't know um any more nostalgic films or shows that you have epsilon that you want to discuss well i feel though back then a lot of like classics were mis mis uh judged especially like i would have to say hmm 
Gravity Falls, you know, back then, mm. that was a big one, I think. Where it hit a lot of numbers. Regular show? <laughs> yeah, regular show was another big one. <clears throat> what was um, Adventure Time, I think. Yes, yes. I never fully gravitated towards Adventure Time for some reason. Uh, but regular show, I think it's tension span as well. Mm. Um, regular show was five, seven minute little shorts. Mm. And they were relatable. They were just cool yes. wacky adventures that happened. Um, mm. But yes, uh, Soldier is still there, but I think we all need to move on sooner or later. Uh, yeah. I don't think, uh, especially with the strikes that are happening currently, in Hollywood that there's no way we're going to be coming back to um, normality with trilogies or just a singular movie because people are now asking for Greta Gerwig to do a Barbie 2 uh, actually I didn't um, ask this last week but should there be a Barbie 2 or should it be its own thing the, over there I, that's an that's issue I think that has its own separate uh, viewing because, like, to be honest, I don't think it needs another one. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people say, that mm. Barbie 2 is not necessary, but if they do do it, like, do it another person. Maybe mm. someone else is Barbie instead of Margot Robbie, but mm. I don't think it's going to hit as big as what Barbie is about to do this coming weekend. Maybe nearly hitting a billion dollars, but... Um, we're losing these original films. I think the next <coughs> film that I would say is original is um, Gareth Edwards, um, the creator, coming out this September. A, mm. a, an original science fiction movie in 2023. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it myself. Um, I I am honestly happy about these new like this, this show coming up, like this movie coming up because of the fact that I feel though we're slowly starting to lack in originality nowadays mm. you know, since a lot of things have already been done you know there's a lot of reruns of different shows you know and it doesn't feel because even the creator has some influences from previous films in the past if I remember correctly yes um yeah gareth edwards that work on rogue one mm. um, but talking about originality i think that's the one thing that plagued a lot of people's mindsets on elemental that mm. feels a lot more like every other Pixar film than an original film mm. and I feel like it looks like an original film just with Pixar elements in it and no one took it seriously and mm. I feel kind of bad for that film because you enjoyed it didn't you? Yes it was pretty good I I first at first I had some doubts about it but yeah yeah it, I, it come out great in the end yes yeah I feel <laughs> it's going to be underrated and it's going to do well on Disney Plus Especially for for the kiddies, mm. but um, yeah, times are changing. Um, I'm still kind of reeling on the nostalgia bait, but uh, Indiana Jones: Star of Destiny didn't do well, even though there was nostalgia. It just kind uh, of had the original yeah. three. Um, I'm not going to mention Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but it should have ended <laughs> after the Last Crusade. Yes. But yeah, and the fact that we're getting a new Harry Potter. Series. I am very shocked at that fact, by the way. The fact that we're getting a new Harry Potter. I yeah. wasn't expecting that to be a thing. but I think we're going to yeah. get casting and stuff once the strike's over. It'll probably mm. be released 2025 or 6. But, gotta remember, this is for the new generation. Mm. <laughs> um, More than anything, yes. Yeah, even though they can watch the, the old films, which are great. Um... Well, they were they were pretty fantastic, yes. Yeah, we're most likely gonna get a new Twilight, maybe. Uh -oh. mm. It's just gonna be reimaginings of what we experienced as kids, but mm. for the new generation, we're probably a reboot to the MCU as we're getting a reboot to the DCU. Um, but I think that's more studio troubles than oh, kids want to watch it now. Um, mm. but yeah, it's times are changing yet yeah, going backwards um old shows are coming back and uh, with the same cast and it just doesn't hit right but yeah um any other nostalgic films that you can think of i think classic shows like oh 
do you want to add Doctor Who is coming back with uh, David Tennant yes um, I think he's considered the bridge doctor now yes 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 and I am very happy to see the 60th anniversary hit, hit with uh, the back uh, after the not so great uh, 12th Doctor uh, 13th Doctor sorry yeah 13th Doctor Jodie Foster I think she did a fine job but I did she's a great actress unfortunately the story wasn't fit for her character yeah, the writing wasn't great, um, mm. but what I saw of her doctor was was fine. It was great. Uh, I would like to add, actually, yes, yes. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was her fault that like some parts of the story fell off. However, I did want to add uh, the writing didn't seem very connective and very uh, what's it called. Recon, no, re- oh. very retcon heavy. They kept retconning a lot of stuff that happened previously. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it just didn't hit well with previous audiences, I would say. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what's happening with The Witcher. Um, mm. uh, especially with the Gar- uh, the old Geralt leaving. Yeah, Henry Cavill, out of mm. all people, he looks like Geralt. Mm. He loves this character. He tells the writers, this is not what Geralt will do, or this is what Geralt will do. And the writers are just shrugging them off, obviously, because they have that much power. Mm. But Henry Cavill has so much love for that character. Uh, he's going to Warhammer 40k. Yes, I, I oh, oh yes, I am very happy about Warhammer getting a show itself now. I don't know whether it's just them playing the tabletop game or it's a live-action big mega series. They haven't fully disclosed yet. Um, but anything Warhammer, I'm, I'm down. I am down for that. That is something I am very happy about and would love to see more of. Yeah, let's hope it's not, you know, Halo. Um, uh, yeah, I am very much hoping it's not like Halo. <coughs> I watched the first episode of Halo. Uh, the first few minutes were okay. Yeah. I only had problems with after. <coughs> yep, uh, I stayed with the entire 10 episodes. <laughs> Was it 10 or 8 episodes? I can't remember. I do um, not remember. I watched the first episode and I did not come back. Uh, the final episode brings back the music and brings back first person mm. and aspect ratio that you'll see in like Doom, the movie. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't... Halo should have been... It should have just stayed as a game. Even though if Halo Infinite's not as strong, at least it's better than the, the show. I feel bad dogging the show because I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the visuals were amazing though. The mi- visuals, I would say, were great. Yeah, yeah. I think they got the brutes and everything down pat. But if they mm. get Warhammer done correctly... If they do, it is going to be top 10 in within the history books. Because I'm surprised they haven't made a Mass Effect show yet. Uh, I would say the issue with that is the fact that Mass Effect is too story-heavy. To really make its own story, like show story, you know. True. Uh, I've oh yeah, the games are right there. Just mm. play them. But I feel like if you want your Game of Thrones in space, mm. Mass, Mass Effect is one. Yeah. Additionally, I would like to add uh, an unfortunate port uh, portfolio for the fact that Mass Effect is the game that it is. Is the fact that. It has multiple uh, endings and multiple character developments and multiple like you know scenarios. So I feel as as a show, if it were to be a thing, it would solidify which would be the official, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. I feel like we're going in the video game direction because I want to talk about what about Fallout got <laughs> like the I Last like of Us that. treatment. Yeah, I would like. Um... I would like to see Fallout 3 get that treatment. Or or Fallout uh, New Vegas. New Vegas. Yeah, I was thinking New Vegas. I feel that New Vegas deserves it more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. um, If Starfield is as successful as it should be, uh, that could easily be. Uh, Yes. Have you also, uh, for the viewers, Starfield is now on pre-install, if I remember correctly. Wait, is a pre-install so soon? It's on pre-install right now. I remember correctly. It's it's going to be a Gamescom, I think, not next week, but the week after. Not mm. on the show floor, but okay. If it's on pre-install, I might I might have to install it. It's on Game Pass. 
Yes. It's, it's always gonna come on Gaper. Okay, uh, okay. I feel as though wait, I will confirm with you. Let me just quickly Yep. Do a confirmation check because I don't remember if it was pre-installed now or later. So let me just uh Starfield, correct? Yes. Yes, it is on is on pre-installed right now. It's on the game pass. Okay, cool. That's that's one thing to get off my checklist uh, mm. when I get to it. But also, um, I feel like we're on the tangent of video games and what could be a, a great show. Have you played Baldur's Gate 3 yet? Uh, Baldur's Gate 3? Oh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Sorry, sorry, accent. Yeah, um, I am planning to. I am still w- watching. I've been told it's an r- amazing game. Mm. I do not wish it to be another Diablo 4 scenario. <laughs> yeah, from everything that I've heard is no microtransactions. The, mm. the developers actually mock them. And It's uh, a single player, if I'm right? Yes, yes, it is a single player. Mm. I think they're adding co-op, I don't know. But mm. so far, it's such a great game to everyone that people are like, make a movie, make a show or something like this. It is the generic uh, D&D story, so... Yes. Baldur's Gate derives from the D&D aspect of, you know, the tabletop franchise, where... Do you know what who Baldur is? Do you know what Baldur's Gate is? Uh, I know a tiny bit, but not, not to the point. All I've heard was the hype around the third game, and that's about it, really. Yes, um... It's from, I believe, the Forgotten Realms campaign, yes? Okay. It is Baldur's Gate is simply the gate. Uh, it's it, it's just called the gate, and okay. it's generally you know the largest uh, metropolis city state, uh, which is in I believe Western Heartlands. Okay. And it's it's just a it's a big area for a lot of D and D quests. That sounds great, and I feel like especially with Dungeons and Dragons that came out this year, um, they could change the entire cast and do something like that mm. they could mm. have dungeons and dragons Baldur's gate um as the sequel maybe there's yes so much potential um, i believe there's a beholder within Baldur's gate so i'm once i get this game i'm looking forward to fighting that yeah um yeah it looks like <clears throat> a great and uh, great game everyone's loving it i think it's currently at 60,000? Let me just quickly check Steam charts because it is 89,000 all reviews and they're very positive. Nice. Yeah, um, I heard it's very positive. Is it still on very positive? Yes, it is on very positive, but recent reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Okay, well, Borders K3 has had 709. 1835 all-time peak but currently playing playing 16 minutes ago 461,000 people are playing I will will be getting within the next few weeks trying this game out true and it's also been on um it's been an early access hasn't it yes yes yeah I believe so yeah for a couple of years but yeah Borders Gate 3 looks incredible um mm. but listen um going back to nostalgia yeah um i feel like many cartoons and everything are changing over the course i feel like they're getting more kitty which i don't mind they're not directed to, toward us but um we're kind of missing our avatars i feel like the last time we got an avatar-esque level um cartoon series was transformers prime but oh i would like to actually uh admin that actually if you don't mind yeah yeah go for it uh i feel as though actually certain animations like uh recent not recently uh that has ended yeah yes for example owl house uh would say you know amphibia those actually have a very strong uh following a fan group that has almost like uh, avatar well, um, that sounds great. Um, sounds like stuff that I would love to check out because if they are at the color above Avatar, 
that that hits my books instantly. Mm. Especially the ending. Unfortunately, they have ended uh, with the seasons coming to a close. However, there were great shows that have come out in the recent years. Oh, that sounds great. But what a trip down memory lane that I felt like was quite needed as we're heading into a new era of media. And maybe because we are older, it feels great talking about things of the past and or present. Now, Epson will be talking about recommendations for our audience. What would you like to recommend? It can be past, present or future. Oh, I would recommend the viewers to go watch the new Superman show, My Adventures with Superman. Yes. It is currently uh, a really great show that I would say generally captures the a new aspect of a new generation for Superman. Yeah, I have seen the first first two episodes. It's currently not available in New Zealand. Thank you, VPN. Um, but yeah, it's the Superman that I always wanted. Mm. Um, saving the cat, Drake, Cole. Um, instead of this moody Superman that we got, that somehow did a 180. I love Henry Cavill. But mm. I feel like he was always meant to be kind of a happy Superman. Mm. Um, but yeah, My Adventures with Superman is a great show and we'll talk more about it later. Um, any other recommendations? It can be film, television, gaming? Ooh. Uh, I would like to say a new, new series that is coming back is Futurama, if you've seen season 11. Uh, they got two episodes out so far and they are back with a vengeance. Yeah, um, the first episode, I think it started where it ended, didn't it? Like, time yes, paused. Yes, it did. yes, yes, yes. That was and the it, funniest. Yeah, it gave a great continuous uh, reaction, I would say. Yeah, and the writing's back, uh, mocking society today with, like, binge-watching and everything. They are also talking about Fulu, which, uh, for spoilers, <laughs> is is being bought by Hulu, if I remember correctly, Futurama. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. I think it was the title card. I missed those title cards, but they mm. mocked them. Uh, Hulu, their new home of stuff, which is now Disney Plus, um, everywhere. I think on Mondays they drop new episodes. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen episode two. Is episode two as good as episode one? Uh, I have yet to go watch that, but I will be watching uh, it soon. Oh, uh, yeah, I might watch it tonight, maybe. Yes. But I think. Yeah, Future Armor, incredible. Um, I I would love to recommend this one movie. Um, it's currently on Neon. It's Netflix. <laughs> Sorry, and not Neon. Neon is Warrior, but Netflix. Netflix is where they clone Tyrone is streaming exclusively on there. Um, yeah, incredible show. I know I'm late with this one. Bear with me, please, please. This is post production right now. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, it stars John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, Tayona Paris. It's called They Clone Tyrone. Um, it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets uh, <laughs> Shaft. Um, it's one of the funniest movies that you could watch yet. One of the most psychologically um, mind bending. Uh, movies even though you've seen this concept done multiple times uh, the cars of Jamie Foxx and John Boyega and Tayana Paris I cannot keep and commending them so much because of how much um, emotion and how much presence they have on screen um, yeah I would recommend that film it's on Netflix it's about an hour and 49 minutes long so it's not that long uh, I would like to say it's two hours and uh, including the credits, it will be around like two hours long. Oh, this is including the credits. No, this is including, yeah. Yeah, but one of the funniest films. Uh, it has an elevator scene where they're um, this thing going down by Mary J. Blige, and it's hilarious. I don't know how John Boyega kept a straight face during that sequence. I'm going down to the underground. Hope niggas don't drown and get Right now, let a motherfucker try me. Ooh, he gonna die beside me. I don't know why. Why? 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 
but my gosh, I would recommend that. And another one is actually a PlayStation live action series that not many people know about. It got marketing last minute. It's Twisted Metal Epsilon. Have you seen it? Uh, not yet. However, I have been interested in it. It's so good. It's so stupid. And yes. it's needed to be stupid. I know a lot of people um, gave it flack first, but now everyone's loving it. Because they're like, okay, this is just some fun moments. It's 10 episodes, half an hour each. Mm. It's just Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Barrett's just having a bunch of fun on the road. Drinking, partying, fucking, you know, and mm. and, and clown, clownery with him and Sweet Tooth. It's gory as fuck as well. And mm. I'm very happy about it. Uh, Another recommended one, I would yes. say, would be Zom 100. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's a really good show, yeah. Yeah, tonight's episode got delayed to tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yes, yes, yes. However, the four episodes that are still out on Netflix, yeah? Yes. Still hits really hard, especially the last uh, episode. Yeah, um, flight attendant got her... Um, <clears throat> Uha! Mm-hmm. Uh, eaten out and turned into a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so sad when uh, the one girl that uh, the main character was talking to and connecting with. Yeah, I felt sorry yeah. for her too. Like Akira saw him in her, mm. and then when she got bitten and she sacrificed himself, um, sacrificed herself for him. Mm. Yeah, that's a main character moment, especially. That hit hard. Feeling. Yeah, um, another recommendation would be the newest five episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, the, yes, yes. So depressing. Like, <laughs> that opening, very deceiving. It is not happy. It okay. feels like Bleach all over again. Yeah, speaking of Bleach, yeah. oh my god, this episode of Bleach. You know what? No, no, I'll just let people explain it. Okay, Bleach <laughs> episode yeah. 5 is out today. It, was, it dropped at 5.30. Luckily, I was up there. Then there was Trench. Um, but yes. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, Bleach. Basically a bunch of um, new anime releasing this... Um, well, we'll call it Winter Season because we're in the Southern mm. Hemisphere. Um, Mushoku Tensei, which I don't watch. And I've heard a lot of mixed feelings about. Um, mm. But yeah. Uh, what else was... Do you have any other recommendations? Or? Uh, no recommendations, yes. Yes. I would always like to remind people to definitely go to theaters and watch Oppenheimer. While it's still out on IMAX. Definitely a worthwhile experience. Yeah, I uh, think... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Oppenheimer's going to be an IMAX for the foreseeable future. Mm. I, I feel like it. Because I don't think there's any big film this month that could take those screens. Maybe, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe like Teenage Mutant Turtles one hit. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna be IMAX Blue Beetle maybe because it's filmed for mm. it. Mm. But Oppenheim is just such a big film. Yeah, uh, I would also recommend go watch Barbie. <laughs> yes, go watch Barbie. And also Mission Impossible: The <laughs> Reckoning. Please, mm. it's about to hit 500 million. Please go support their film. It was positioned in the worst place. Mm. But what a time to be alive. Um, looking forward to seeing people check out these outstanding films, shows, and all games. Uh, hoping you all loved them as much as we did recommending them to you. We are now gearing up towards the final parts of this incredible series, streaming exclusively on Neon New Zealand. Monday at 12pm New Zealand Standard Time. We are of course talking about Warrior Season 3 Episode 7. Gotta be crooked to get along in a crooked world. Epsilon Episode 7. It was much more Calmer. It was the calm yes. before the storm, basically. It is, I would say, the definition of calm before the storm. Uh, it, yes. Knowing what I do know now, I would say it is definitely gearing up to its peak. 
audience, just know I hate him. He's already seen episode eight. Just know that I hate him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did I, not know that episode eight did not come out yet, and I have watched it already. Yes. Uh, yes, episode eight actually came out on Thursday, our Friday, but on Max or HBO Max yes. in the states. So um, yes, but episode eight does come out tomorrow at um, Monday, 12 p.m. But Father Jun, even though he got shot. He's still losing. kicking. He's still yeah. kicking, though. Uh, what are your <laughs> thoughts on him slowly descending into madness. into madness? I feel though it's just gonna get worse and worse, and it's not ending well for him overall. Yeah, I had bits last week that he may not make it into this episode, and it feels and like. Honestly, he didn't make it. He's losing it mentally. Part of himself didn't, and I feel that we'll continue to see that. Yeah, and you can see it in um, Young Jun's and mm. demeanor. I I love how uh, I kind of wish Young Jun said thank you to Leong when Leong brought Father Jun home, but mm. um, Young Jun is still rowdy. He's Still trying to get used to being the leader of the Hopway, the Tong. He's been arrested. He's been nearly deported. He's now working for Mai Ling, who's his enemy. He's going through so much shit. Um, but Chow and Happy Jack and Lee. Um, Chow and Lee finally take down Happy Jack. How are your thoughts on that? I would like to say, yeah. Yes. Uh, Chow and uh, Lee taking down Happy Jack, yeah. Yes. Oof. That 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 story came to a close, and just I feel as though it hit like yeah. Yeah, it was satisfying. Yeah, it felt very quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but it shows the brutality of that time period. So yeah. Agree with it. Yes. You got to sell out a person. You better take the repercussions that they come back. But I feel like Lee's... I think he's stuck with the Secret Service because he's still convicted of murder. Now with three more people. <laughs> um, uh, yes. But yeah. Um, also, uh, Epsilon, what are your thoughts on Young Jun? Slowly, but most surely, losing his faith in Asang. Being his brother. I would like to say I'm hoping that, like, with all the chaos that's happening right now, yes, yes, it becomes uh, like there are certain uh, tropes where the two siblings, like Miley and Assam, are very controlling in mm. that aspect. Yeah? Yes, I still hope that Assam is still able to maintain some level of like friendship with uh, Young Jun. <coughs> Especially due to finale reasons. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I I hope Young Jun sees that. Yes, Assam is thinking much differently than Young Jun. Probably Assam's thinking more of a leader than more what Young Jun would ever be. Especially with him, uh, Assam and Myling, um, currently being natural leaders for some reason. If that's how it's feeling. And Young Jun has to play catch up, along with someone like Hong, and people just protecting him, even though his father's losing it, and that makes it worse on his conscience. But um, what are your thoughts on Assam finding out that Yan Mi has been stealing from the hallway, even though it's kind of funny? Feels though he is not willing to sell her out. Yeah, um, I feel like this is gonna lead to her dying. There's only one fate for her character, and it's to be fridged. Like every other character for mm. for the main character, Assam's gonna see her die, either by the hands of Young Jun or himself. But yeah, Yanmi is dying. Uh, I would say that's very difficult to say. Because uh, for me, yes. I would like to say, especially because of what I know right now, yeah? I can't really say much, but I do want to say, yeah? Uh, everything works out. 
but I do feel as though the old man, old man June, is going uh, bonkers. Yep, Father June's gonna fall deeper and deeper mm. into. I feel though, actually, yeah. Yes. The Irish is now gonna be leading the power. Really, Larry? Yeah. And yeah. Oh, uh oh. They've been cooking in the background, if, as if you've seen throughout the whole season. Yeah, Larry's been hardly mm. been in the season, mm. um, apart from the political side. And there are a couple of scenes in the trailer that hasn't actually been shown in the um, in the show yet. So mm. it could be leading up to there. Um, Big Bill, Big Bill now working as as a miner for for the railroad um, company yeah. instead of being a police officer. Yeah, uh, Big Bill doing manual labor. Um, he thought he would go straight to office work, but mm. uh, that's not how it goes. Um, Buckley, Buckley finally wins. Um, dirty, you play dirty. Um, yeah, the mayoral campaign. Uh oh, <laughs> this is not going to end well for anyone. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I feel as though because. Because of the fact that in the previous like episodes, he's slowly starting to take deals, especially with O'Leary as well. Yeah. 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 So I, that's why I say the Irish side is going to get their uh, <laughs> uh, taste of power. Do you think they'll be, even though they kind of consoled each other, um, Assam and Larry, when they confronted each other? Do you think there'll be a Chinatown riots 2.0? For the finale, I have to say yes. It's very difficult for me to like. Uh, hmm. How do I? In the end, it's gonna be very difficult for the Chinese in this series now, especially because of a lot of uh, issue with the new made about. You'll understand. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's very hard to say much more than this because of the fact that we know that the dealings is the fact that because of the dealings uh, Chinese will no longer be able to work as laborers with the new mayor and so we'll be seeing those repercussions for, especially for that community of people uh, and the business is still going Especially with that, uh, with the fact that the fake money is still being manufactured, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking up the um the soundtrack for season three because um the composers put it up here. They put spoilers mm. on it, but there is a big uh, there's a long um piece of um, music on it that's called the final battle. Will probably be Chinatown riots again because mm. um on season two soundtrack. The Chinatown riots is around nine minutes long, and the mm. final battle, which is uh, properly named on season three soundtrack, is nine minutes as well. So I feel like that's either giving it away or uh, maybe I'm just pushing it. Uh, but with the fact that you've seen episode eight and you're kind of shady about this, maybe we are leading to um, Chinatown riots 2.0, and it's gonna be an incredible finale. Uh, is this the finale? F- Episode eight, the finale for this. Uh, episode ten. <laughs> yes. There so, are two more episodes. Hmm, I am expecting a very big finale for this now. Yeah. You, you, you have to understand the fact that like this, the episode eight brings along chaos, and you understand what I mean by chaos is very like impactful to the story, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't wait for for tomorrow's episode or oh, or oh, Thursday if you are in the states. Um, Thursday, that's come and gone. Yeah, I um, I feel like it will be one of the best episodes in the series. Do you hmm. think it is? Just getting thoughts. Episode eight? Yes. It is one of the best episodes in the season. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've been hearing that everywhere. Yes. It and brings along so much impact, and it, it the twist is so strong. Dude, you're making me hyped, man. I can't wait for tomorrow. It is very hype. Let me tell you this. Oh, wee. You will love it. You will, you will feel like it, 
you'll go crazy because of how good it is. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah. Oh, well, we are gearing up for an explosive final three episodes. The next episode being My Ling and Leong's Wedding, which we were talking about. That could easily mm. be turned into Warriors' version of the Red Wedding. I want to say something, but I don't know if it's spoilers because it's not. Okay. It's. Uh, you know what? Can say I talk, I'm going to give... talk about it in, yeah. a, in an aspect where it doesn't say anything, yeah? Okay. So. It's not the Red Wedding, I would say. In an aspect. In an aspect. Okay. In an aspect. You'll understand later what I mean by that. Okay. But it is. It is very, very important. Alright, alright, okay. Alright. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about this wedding next week. Mm-hmm. Um, the finale cannot come so mm. soon enough with the hype we have. But Warrior Episode 8 streaming um, exclusively on Neon New Zealand, Monday at 12pm New Zealand Standard mm. Time. That was Marvel Studios Secret Invasion's so-so finale last week. Um, Epsilon has yes. recommended the perfect show to take over. Epsilon, take it away. What are we watching next? Uh, we are definitely watching uh, My Adventures with Superman. My Adventures with Superman! Yeah! Yeah. That show is so good. It has a new character, like new Lois, you know, new Jimmy, new, you know, Clark. It just has an array of OGs that have been remade and rebranded into a great set of uh, people. Don't get me started on Lois, you know. So, I would like to add, actually, to this, yeah? Yes. The fact that the people have been, uh, like, relating Lois with I feel the Amber from Invincible season oh, one. No. Oh, no. Yes. However, I would like to say that's no close to the truth because of the fact that Lois found out and confronted while Amber always knew and just wanted to be told. Yeah, uh, Amber got saved by Mark multiple times and then she gets upset even though she knows that Mark is invincible. Hmm. And I'm glad Lois confronts um, Clark I, mm. I don't know this episode. I think it's episode five. I think. Mm. Um, trying my best to find a link. I've been looking everywhere for um, to stream it in New Zealand or even use a VPN because uh, um, Adult Swim is quite stubborn, as <laughs> you would think. Mm. But yes, uh, we'll be talking about my adventures with Superman. That's the perfect um, show to take over Secret Invasion. Yes. Which left a sour taste in our mouth. But, um, yeah, my adventures with Superman. That sounds great. And it is good to go for next week. Ah. Yes. Definitely. Now, we're on to the box office, which we'll cover from last week's episode um, to today. Um, Barbie, currently, uh, during the weekend, it grossed 30 million. In New Zealand, it's currently at 4.81 million. And it's, so, yeah. I would like to say I was a little bit sad that it didn't hit the billion mark. Oh, it'll definitely hit the billion mark by tomorrow. Yeah. Morning. I was hoping it hit earlier, but yes. I was hoping it was like a early billion for celebration. However, I feel it's going to hit a billion by a little bit later than what I expected. Yeah, we'll probably talk yeah. about it next week. Uh, but it's a definite billion dollar club mm-hmm, member mm-hmm. Um, with a total so far this week of 852.7 million worldwide in two weeks number two at the box office Oppenheimer its weekend was a 46.7 million dollars mm. New Zealand 1.19, uh, 1.95 million and a total worldwide of 439.2 million in two weeks it's hitting 500 million easy Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it's going to hit that. I told you. Yeah, yeah, I know. And yeah. I believe you. Um, a biopic about Robert J. Oppenheimer. Could... Mm. 
Well, especially with the talent that's in there, it, it's definitely a definite great, you know, movie to watch. People think star power doesn't work. Once upon a time in Hollywood, broke that curse, <laughs> and now Oppenheimer star power is everything now. And in two weeks, making nearly five hundred million, incredible. Number three at the at the box office, Haunted Mansion. This um, one was surprising. It, it's opening weekend of thirty five point eight million. Ugh. Um, in New Zealand, it doesn't open till the end of the month. And total so far is forty four point nine million in one week. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna do well. Um, I have like, I want to say, it might hit two hundred mil. <laughs> End of it. Yeah, that's the sad thing. This could have. Yeah. I don't know its budget. That's the issue. Um, I don't think it's as big as usual Disney shows. Mm. Um, but uh, Disney and movies, but I don't think it's it's. They were hyping this up to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean because again, mm. Haunted Mansion is a, a ride at Disney Park or Disneyland. Mm. Um, but yeah, this this looks very poor for Disney in general. Mm. Um, but it is releasing on August thirty first here, along with Equalizer three. Um, it's a Washington's next installment, a final installment. Of mm. the equalizer franchise and number four is a movie um sound of freedom i don't know why it's still here <laughs> um it is make, gonna slowly go away is my opinion it's... making 12.8 million um mm. surprising and a total it's releasing in new zealand in a couple of weeks and um, total box office is 158.6 million in four weeks nothing else to say really True. To be honest, yeah, it, it, this this the last couple I would say is slowly trickling away from you know. Yeah, um, last yeah. week it was um, uh, Indiana Jones in the top ten, uh, top mm. five. But uh, now with Haunted Mansion here, it's kicked it out because number five is Mission Impossible: Day Reckoning Part One. This weekend, mm. grossing ten point six million dollars <clears throat> in New Zealand, is currently grossed two point two seven seven million and with a total of 455.72 million in three weeks um it should be over 500 now mm. um do what you do you think yes do you think uh what are your thoughts on the fact that teenage mutant ninja turtles as well as blue beetle are coming to the cinemas um what what do you think their box office will look like with those We'll probably see with Teenage Witch and Ninja Turtles releasing this week and uh, well last week in the states. Um, it's not releasing until September fourteenth, along with Blue Beetle here. Um, I think it will open forty-five million. Forty-five. And Blue Beetle may open with twenty-five million. I don't know. Mm. It's it's all down to marketing and because mm. every single actor in both films um, are on the strike. There's, there's little to no marketing there uh, apart mm. from showing old footage mm. um, of people uh, of the cast talking about these stuff before the strikes happen um, oh. but yeah yes. uh, how do you think they're gonna fare when it comes to their box office I feel though especially Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yes yes because of it being such an iconic uh, film yeah <laughs> And this is like the newest rendition of them on cartoon, like cartoons. Yes. Uh, it's gonna make a pretty penny for all the children that are wanting to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's currently, I think it is on a ninety-four percent Rotten Tomatoes. Even though I don't take Rotten Tomatoes seriously, I think it's on ninety-four percent critics mm. and ninety-eight mm. percent um or audience members, mm. and it's looking really good. And mm. yes, it's currently on a ninety-three percent. Sorry for audience and ninety-six percent for critics. Yeah, mm. audiences are loving this, and I think it's going to do well. I'm not sure what the seasons are like over in, in the states, whether it's school holidays or something. Or... It is currently the end of the holidays now. Oh yes. Okay. Well, it's yes. perfect timing now uh, because summer's coming to a close over there, and winter's coming to a close over mm. here. But yes. Um, 
sadly we're not going to be able to watch those movies until next year, uh, next month, mm. um, because I'm super excited about those two. Uh, I do want to also add the Meg to. How do you think that's going to help with the whole box office situation? It. Um, I. I th- you think arrival now? I feel like it's going to open to seventeen million. Mm. I've I've heard nothing but bad things about the film, even though mm. um, most of the audience goers are saying. Yeah, uh, the final five ten minutes of the movie is fun. The rest of the movie is very boring. I'm here like it's a big shark, but I get it. It's kind of like Godzilla 2014, even though I love it. There's a lot of people talking, and Godzilla only shows up for what the last forty minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But comes in roaring, and but yeah, I think that's what happened with the Meg Two. You think it's going to uh, do well, or I have. See, the issue is I have a very big doubt for a lot of movies that are part two, you know? Yes. Movies that have, like, a second sequel movies generally aren't as good as the first movie. Yeah. That's my general premise, so we'll have to see overall, but not really forward to it, to be honest. I'd like to say I'm hoping that it's good, though, and here's to hoping, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping it does well as well. Um, Jason Statham needs to win, apart from Expendables 4 coming mm. out later um, later in the year. But yeah, mm. um, that was a somewhat interesting and a little minute uh, week at the box office as we are so close to seeing the next entry into the Billion Dollar Club with Barbie, which makes two as Super Mario Bros. the movie. Um, no, sorry, not the 90s one. The, um, the new the one, one, yeah, the new one, um, has grossed a total of 1.35 billion dollars and over four million dollars here in New Zealand. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Where do you think Barbie's going to finish? Even though it's going to be past the billion dollar um, sign, do you think it's going to be 1.1 billion or 1.1 billion? I feel as though is where it's going to hit a really nice number to go to. You know? Yeah, with and all these new movies coming out as well. Yeah. It depends on how strong these new films that are coming out is going to be. Especially because Teenage Ninja Turtles is a very big classic for a lot of the kids with this current generation as well. Yeah, and they're going with the Spider-Verse art style, which people mm. are now accustomed to. The, uh, whole, but... uh, cart- the whole comic book art style is very strong, mm. I'd like say, and Spider-Man really brought it back. I, no, I would say Puss in Boots brought it back. Yeah, yeah, it did. It brought the trend back. But um, yeah, I think Barbie also works with word of mouth as well. Mm. People constantly telling their cousins or, or their mm. best friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, hey, let's go watch Barbie. Doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, you should be happy to go watch a movie like this. The, again, you're kin enough, aren't you? <laughs> I have still yet to watch enough. Barbie. <laughs> I need to go watch it. But Have you watched it or not? No, I have yet to watch it. Uh, you I, are falling behind, my friend. I am, I am. I'm letting this podcast down with this. Uh, Barbenheim yes, is finished. Come on. You've done your job incredibly yeah, I've done well. my job, yeah. But you know what? It's been busy, personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Billion Dollar Club, here we go. I'll probably hit, uh, probably grab the ticket and say it's billion. I'll be very happy. At least watch it before you hit the billion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll watch it tomorrow. They'll probably hit a billion. Now, August is here, and it's, well, how would you say it? Somewhat barren this month. As heavy hitters such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and Blue Beetle do not come out until September. But next week, we'll get behind the steering wheel for PlayStation's next live-action film, with Gran Ooh. Turismo. Oh, oh, okay. I have so many thoughts about this movie that's coming out. Hey, we'll go watch it. We'll go watch it. Definitely. I feel like it could be really good or really bad. I've already heard the soundtrack, it's incredible, but that doesn't atone to the movie. Um, we'll also be back with the latest episodes of Warrior and My Adventures with Superman, along with the box office. Epsilon, any closing thoughts? Uh, I wish you all the best of health, you know, it's currently winter season, I believe, over there. Uh, or autumn season, and you know, just take care of yourself, people. Yeah. 
exactly what Epsilon has said, and that's incredible to hear. Anyway, we have the Movie Bros Podcast, a podcast that has been on hiatus for four plus years now, since Captain Marvel's box office numbers streaming on Spotify and Amazon Music. New episodes every Wednesday at 12pm New Zealand Standard Time, along with the Animated Bros Podcast every episode Monday at 8pm New Zealand Standard Time. We are your hosts, Rickman King and Epsilon, and wishing you all a happy doing, and see you all next time. Bye.